Just a thoughtful episode this week here where we unpack our 2023 edition of key year in planning strategies for those nearing or embracing their retirement years. That's up on the docket this week on Plan with the Taxman for end of year planning for 2023. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody, welcome into the podcast. It's Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself here to talk investing, finance, retirement, and end of the year conversation. We got some things to go through this week uh, here on the podcast that you might want to ask your advisor about or reach out to your financial professional about if you're not already working with Tony and his team. Certainly something to have on your radar. So we're going to dive in. Lots to cover this week on the show. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Hanging in there. Doing pretty well. You and I are just chatting. We're taping this a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to you a bit early. We'll be celebrating later this week. So hopefully uh, all our listeners have a good Thanksgiving as well. That's correct. Yeah. And it's not, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of things on the, the docket because tax season will be here uh, before oh, we know it. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, focused on the holidays, but the season is upon us. That's right. It'll fly by, right? I mean, Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. in a couple of days, like I just mentioned, and then next thing you know, it's Christmas, and then boom, the new year, and then hello, 24, right? So right. we'll let's get into some stuff, and we'll talk about it, and we'll try to keep our uh, food conversation to a minimum so we don't get hungry before everybody feasts on the makes themselves super full coming later on this week. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get into some good stuff here on this side of the thing, uh, this side of the coin. Uh, let's talk about general planning and investment strategies. Let's start there, Tony. What a co- What's a couple items that folks might want to have on their end of year checklist in this uh, arena? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, and as we're taping this, there's still time for this, is to look at this is kind of more tax planning, but look at possibly increasing or maxing out your contributions to your retirement plans. If, if of course you're working, because mm. that is going to, uh, you know, save you some tax dollars and, you know, obviously it's going to get you a little closer to that retirement savings goal. So that's one we talk to a lot of people about this time of year, especially our business owners, even, you know, they've got plans that they haven't put, uh, maybe as much in as they could, and they're looking for a tax deduction. And that's a great way to do it. That's, that's one thing. Okay. The other thing we, we look at with uh, more of our individuals, but really everybody is at the end of the year, generally we try to do a lot of rebalancing of our clients' uh, portfolios along with looking at you know where they're at on the risk spectrum. And that sounds complicated, but it really isn't. It's basically just taking a look at what grew, what didn't, and keeping you know adjusting things to keep the same balance in the portfolio as we had at the start of the year. And, gotcha. And, the theory there is really is is you know you're you're taking uh, and and keeping that balance the same and the things that underperformed you know you're going to rebalance and put some stuff in there because not everything generally goes up at the same time mm-hmm. and it, it's a good way to you know make sure that we're staying on goal but I think the bigger thing we try to do is go back through you know our risk assessment software and we, you know we make our clients basically kind of re-answer a few easy risk questions you know if something's changed in their life. You know, it could be something big and maybe maybe we need to adjust some things on the risk 
you know, spectrum as well. Yeah, that's a great point for sure. So rebalancing and risk is one. Maxing out contributions is another when we're thinking about a couple of general planning ideas for the end of the year. Uh, and I think you started to touch on this for a second when you mentioned taxes. So let's talk about taxes next. Obviously, tax loss harvesting this time of the year, we start thinking about these things as the year's winding down going into next year, correct? That's correct. Yeah. And a lot of people tend to overlook that. And a lot of people don't like to sell or get out of things that they're down. I mean, harvesting really is just about, you know, taking things that maybe don't make sense in the portfolio or, you know, maybe being down and selling those at a loss to offset gains is is really all that is. And it's a great strategy. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to get by the fact that, you know, well, I don't want to, I don't want to admit that it's down and <laughs> I want to hold on to it forever. Cause you know, it, it, who knows? Right. Um, that's one thing, you know, I, I think it's it's good. There's also a lot of tax credits coming on the books. The energy credits are coming back. That's more of a tax related issue rather than than financial, but it, you know, it, it does help. And there's still the Roth conversions, you know, that you can make. And uh, you know, for a lot of people, I, I I particularly like those Roth conversions, even the backdoor uh, IRAs as well, um, to get some money out of the IOU that you're going to owe Uncle Sam, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Uh, and and in, in speaking of Uncle Sam and owing them, also RMDs, right? So as the year's winding down, don't forget, especially if you have not started. If you're already in the pipeline of doing RMDs, you're pretty much groovy, right? This is going to happen. But if you haven't started yet, do not forget it, especially since the rule changed and it's uh, 73 now, right? Yeah, it's, it's 73. And so you definitely want to make sure that, you know, you get to your, your um, advisor and make sure that they get those started uh, so you don't have to deal with a potential penalty letter and fighting with the IRS and all of that. But, right. And with the year um, winding down, Tony, it's what, 1231 is the deadline. But let's be honest, right? Right, Places are closing. People are off. There's, you know, a couple of weeks. Exactly. There, yeah. Thanksgiving week, Christmas week, so on and so forth. Exactly. I mean, you know, with, with everybody, it seems like, yeah, not not a lot gets done in December. I mean, there's a little <laughs> right. bit, but it, <laughs> right. it's weird here because you, you think like now after like the 15th, 17th, Boy, it's really hard to get things done. And uh, if you're going to do RMDs, you want to make sure that that's set up properly, not wait until the last minute and and risking it. But if you just you know reach out to your advisor, you know we we get a report, of course, for everybody that's turning 73. So so we kind of know we reach out to them. But if if your advisor hasn't reached out to you and uh, you're going to be turning, uh, make sure you talk about that. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, because again, it's it's a hefty penalty if you don't do it. So if you've uh, not started, make sure you're having that conversation. If it's the first one, Tony, you can continue this on. Technically, you can your first RMD, you could pay it into the next year, right? You, you've got that very first time. I think it's in, until April of next year. But just be cognizant that that means you have to do two next year. Yeah, do two. Yeah. So you can kick the, the can down the road a bit, but yes, and you're going to have that one year where you're going to have to do two and depending on how much you need to take out, you know, right. that, it could be hefty. Be a, yeah. Yeah. It could be hefty. Yeah. I mean, let's say, so let's say, hypothet- watch yeah, let's say hypothetically, Tony, you got a million dollar, uh, 401 or an IRA and you've got to pull, I know the calculation's kind of wonky, but for, for keeping it simple for folks, it, it tends to be somewhere between around, right around three and a half percent or so, so yeah. that, that first time it, it grows obviously based on mortality tables. But, uh, I mean, let's, let's, you know, that's 35 grand, right? And if you had to do that twice, uh, like in the next calendar year, that could be that could kick you up a tax bracket. So just be careful. That, that could, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so good stuff to remind, to remember uh, for the end of the year. Make sure you're having that conversation about your RMDs. Uh, anything on insurance or healthcare or healthcare planning side, Tony? 
You know, the thing I would say there, I, I mean, there's a lot you could go into. I would just double check again with your advisor. Hopefully you're talking about this, just kind of reviewing what you have. Is Does it still make sense? A good thing is uh, to check beneficiaries on insurance policies. I actually was going through my my own. This was actually on my retirement accounts, just double checking as part of my own uh, due diligence every year, my mm-hmm. checklist. And I found one that uh, I did not have my son on as a contingent, you know, so oh. I added him. Okay. So, you know, th- there's that kind of stuff. You want to make sure that, you know, your coverages are still complete, especially if you're on Medicare and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's not something you might need. I always tell people it's a, it's a tough uh, talk, but to evaluate potentially if you're still able and uh, willing uh, to look at the needs for long-term care policy uh, for that uh, potential, you know, that you may end up in some sort of assisted living or full-blown nursing care. Yeah. I mean, there's a good chance uh, of that, right? I mean, the numbers are what they are. We're living longer. It's adding more to it. So certainly worth having that conversation. And during the holiday season, I mean, maybe not the the most, you know, fun of conversations, but when everybody's together, you know, you know, have some of those chats, right? So kind of bring some of those things up, especially if you've got elderly parents. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 52, Tony, and my, my mom's 82. And, you know, those are conversations we start having more now versus various little things like that, right? Because it's just part of life, right? So don't be yeah, it's part of life. And, yeah. and yeah, I'm sitting down with my own son this this Christmas because, believe it or not, you know, I've got to think up a little bit about succession planning. I mean, I'm not going to be around forever. And, you know, I got to be thinking about my clients mm-hmm. that if, even if if something happened to me early, sure, you know, sure, um, yeah. you know, w- w- who's going to take care of, of the clients? I got to make sure that, that that's done. And so, again, that's a little more on the business, but kind of along well, those lines. It's like extended family, though, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So you're looking out for your clients, AKA extended family. And that's pretty cool. Right. I mean, so businesses want to make sure that's another thing too, when you're working with a financial professional, you know, the, the industry is, is fairly aged, right? Um, they've it been talking is. about that for years. There's starting to be younger people coming into it. Uh, but if, you know, if you're working with an elder, uh, elderly advisor, make sure they got a succession plan as well so that you're, something happens to them. You're not, my, my CPA was that way. Uh, he kept telling me for a couple of years, he's like, yeah, I'm getting ready to, uh, and, you know, get ready to retire. And, uh, but don't worry, I've got it covered, right. For someone else to come in. And, and then of course it was yeah. a nice transition period. And if you're listening to the podcast and you're wondering why I talk to Tony every week or every month, twice a month, and uh, he d- I don't use him as my CPA. It's only because I don't live nearby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the country, but, yeah, it would, uh, you know, it's one of those things. But if you need a CPA, hey, Tony's here to help. As yeah. always, don't forget he's a CFP and a CPA, so he's dealing with both sides of the aisle. So if you got some questions, need some help, as always, check with a qualified professional before you take any action. And Tony is here to help at Your Planning Pros. Dot com. That's your planning pros.com. Uh, what about income and lifestyle? Uh, obviously, a lot of those things we just talked about, Tony, are things you're going to need to talk with your professional with. But income and lifestyle is probably some places where we could make a few you know, changes ourselves without having to get too crazy into it. I mean, I just think about we were talking about Thanksgiving and where we're at this time of year uh, and just you know, home budgeting or whatever. People have been tightening up the belts because inflation has been rough. I know my wife came home and said, look at the price of this turkey. Like she was blown away, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, again, at the end of the year is, you know, we're always thinking about those New Year's resolutions. I think one of them should be, as you get to the end of the year, put it on your checklist to uh, maybe review your budget, you know, your mm-hmm. monthly yeah. spending, also your income, you know, that you've got coming in and maybe more so with your advisor on, okay, we didn't have that great of a year maybe in the markets. Um, are we still on track to, you know, um, meet our goals? You know, that that's just a, a basic 
a basic thing. And I think that I, I wish, I guess I don't think, I wish I had more clients that really could say, here's how much I'm bringing in every month. Here's how much I'm spending the people that uh, are working or retired. And they don't take the time to do that. They just kind of ballpark it. But even if you're ballparking, it's better than nothing. And uh, I, I, it's a good time to review that. I, I also am started checking, even though it's kind of a slippery slope, we could talk hours about it. Uh, my Social Security earnings statement every year. I, I like to look at that once a year and just see, you know, what's going on there. And, uh, and you know, like I say, there's all kinds of issues coming down the pike with that. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, yeah. it, it's a good thing to, to check out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we... Nobody likes the B word. I get it. When we get close to retirement, we've talked about that about a million times, but you still know you have one to a certain degree, right? You yeah. don't just super go hog wild. And and with the fourth quarter, you know, holiday shopping, things of that nature, it's just good to have on your end of year checklist to, to make sure you're, you know, keeping it within the, you know, the parameters that you set out. That's, That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, real estate, anything there, real estate or relocation? I know obviously, you know, home prices are still high and, you know, loan rates are still we're obviously really high compared to what they have been, but anything there that you know, in case somebody did have this on their radar? You know, I mean, it's a big decision, you know, but for the people a little closer to retirement, you know, some of them are starting to think downsizing, you know, maybe getting into something smaller. I, I definitely would talk to your advisor about it because it all sounds good, but there are some things to consider, you know, some goods and bads of it. And are, you know, are you really going to accomplish what you need to by doing it? So I think that's a big decision you should talk to them about. Because um, it's not as easy as just changing your budget, right? I mean, you've got to maybe sell a place, buy a place, you get resettled and you start scratching your head saying, boy, what, what just happened there? And I, I didn't really accomplish anything. And uh, But for certain people, uh, it may be in the cards and it might be something that, you know, you should look at doing. I know I'm not, I, I think I have, myself have too much house. It's just me and my wife. <laughs> right, but, right. You know, once you, once you own it, it's like, well... Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go to something else right now. So, I think there's a lot to that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even with the prices being higher and things right now, if it was on your, you know, kind of your plan and your strategy, just make sure don't just wholesale chuck it just because you know right. you're you're hearing that you know home rates are eight percent or whatever. Right? Have, have the conversation. Look at the numbers because you to your point about downsizing, you may make enough on the sale of your current place, depending on what kind of place you're moving into. You know that that it. You know, may not be that big a difference, and then of course you can always refi later on. So, again, just don't wholesale chuck it as the at the end of the year here. Uh, if it was already on your your uh, on your radar, at least until you run the numbers again. So, worth That's having right. that conversation. All right, uh, from a technology standpoint, Tony, probably not a lot here, but I think again, end of the year holiday shopping, the scammers are out in yeah. mega force, right? So, be yeah. real cognizant here too, right? I would say be very very cognizant you know, here because it's only getting worse. We see it so much with our clients and and people scamming on payroll, people scamming with credit cards. I've had several clients this year that have had that happen to them. You know, I think that we still have a lot of people out there who are writing all their passwords on sticky notes and putting them on the back of their computer. You really need to get to some sort of higher level password manager, if you mm. will. There's tons of them out there that I think are very good. Yeah. Uh, they're not infallible, but they're much better than what you have. And you can you can create different passwords for different sites and not have to remember them. Um, just be very, very uh, cautious. I'll give you a perfect example, although uh, I'm always harping on my staff on this. But I just got an email yesterday in my work email. And I mm-hmm. get this. 
it said from a lady's name that, hey, I need to change my direct deposit information in my payroll uh, account mm-hmm. uh, from, I think her name was Wendy Hayward. And it said owner of the tax doctor. And uh, it's like, well, we don't have any any employees here of that name. Right. I'm the owner of the tax doctor. <laughs> right. And so, I mean, that's a pure scam. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and they they come in and uh, I just had a, we had a payroll client. We do do some payrolls for small businesses. He got scammed off of one of his employees and our client input a scammer's direct deposit information into his employee's account. So he thought it was from his employee and then mm. he paid out like $500 to a, a scam. Mm. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. there's no way to get that back. So, I mean, it, it, it happens to, it's really happening a lot. Oh, and it's so guy, Yeah. Oh, you just got to be careful. Yeah. So my, I, my mom about two weeks ago sent me a message and said, Hey, Amazon said that my, my prime membership was going to end. And I was like, I have never seen, or it was going to end. It was, you know, something with renewal or whatever. I was like, I've never seen them email me about that. Come to think of it, and I was like, eh, it could be a scam. Don't, don't, don't click on anything. If you're worried about it, contact them directly, right? And no, just make right. sure everything's groovy. So she did, and of course, it turned out to be a scam. And about the same time, she messaged me to tell me that yeah, it was a scam. I had gotten a similar email like the day before, and I was like, yep, they're just out there trying to say, oh, your Prime membership's up, so click here to renew and. You know, then they just try to get your information. So never click on anything when you get those emails, even if it looks pretty legit, folks. If you're not quite 100% sure, just go directly to the horse's mouth and check and make sure uh, that they did reach out to you. So, all right, final one general wealth considerations, or excuse me, generational, (laughs) say that three times, generational wealth considerations. Anything to explore here? I know we were talking about RMDs earlier. This could be where maybe the QCD comes into play for people like the qualified charitable donation. It does. You know, I think as, as you age, this becomes more and more important, uh, you know, because you, you're seeing the the potential. And it could be anything about, you know, talking to your advisor about maybe gifting, you know, to your heirs, if that's what you want to do. I definitely think on a legal and estate planning standpoint, you should at least pull out your wills and some of your, your documents, your mm-hmm. legal documents, make sure they're in order at least once a year and make sure you know where they're at. And that, um, you know, your attorney has copies. You've got the financial power attorneys, the advanced directives, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, yep. Because stuff does change, you know, and then yeah. you, you can easily update it and put that on the list for the next year is, is what I'll say. Yeah, there. and you just you just mentioned it yourself, right? People make, you know, you had that conversation about your with your son, right? You had that own your own issue there. So, and you do this mm-hmm. all the time. So, it's easy to forget. So, bring it up. Uh, remind, you know, your professional and your advisor. And don't forget to change them on all the things, to your point, right? There's so many little things you can, we tend to think about it like with the will or something like that, but don't forget there's all these little accounts that you need to change your beneficiaries on if something changes. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you got a checklist and you're getting better and better at it each year and adding stuff to it, then, uh, you know, you're going to be in in really good shape. It's just, you got to go through the exercise each year and start hitting some of this stuff. Hopefully the advisor's got a list for you, you know, and you can, you can basically just answer their questions, you know, and if there's something missing and you fix it and it's, uh, then you move on. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got some questions, you need some help, definitely reach out to Tony and have a conversation uh, for some end of the year planning items to consider. And of course, you can find him online at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. He's been helping folks for 30 years, get two and three retirement. He's a CPA and a CFP, as well as an EA. So reach out to him, have a conversation of your own at Tax Doctor Inc. 
And of course, you can, again, you can find them online at yourplanningpros.com. Hit the subscribe button for Apple, Google, or Spotify, whichever podcasting app you like to use for Plan with the Tax Man. And that way you get new episodes as they come out. Tony, my friend, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Have yourself a great Thanksgiving. And I look forward to talking to you in December. All right, you do the same. Have a great one. Yes, sir. And we'll catch you next time right here on Plan with the Tax Man. Happy holidays, everybody. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.